catching you up on the latest stories that you should know heading into this Thursday morning. I'm Jake Reyes, and this is The Point from WUFT News. For some Micanopy residents, preserving a historic site means more than development. So much so that they've had a two-year-long dispute with Dollar General, which wanted to use the land for a new location. Eventually, Alachua County settled with Dollar General in June and purchased the property. Although the Board of County Commissioners failed to provide a plan for that site Tuesday, WUFT's Paris Coughlin got to speak with members of the community on what the purchase meant to them at the commission meeting. I went in knowing that they were going to discuss the timeline for the town's purchase of the Tuscawilla property from the county. But 15 minutes into the discussion of the purchase, County Commissioner Ken Cornell essentially was like, I'm not going to move forward with this. I would, or I'd appreciate if we didn't move forward with this until McAnobi could offer solid plans for the property. Because up until that point, they'd only kind of discussed it in theory, but they hadn't sat down and written out what they were going to do with the property other than adding it onto the existing McAnopi Native American Heritage Preserve. In the middle of the meeting, they just like scheduled a workshop for the entire town to show up and discuss what they want to do with the property. And so can you give me some background? What is the history of this property? Yeah, so the Tuscarora property, which is kind of the newer name for it. It's at the southernmost entrance of McAnopi, and it's right next to the Native American Heritage Preserve. Um, And it is believed to be the site of the Second Seminole War following um, President Jackson's displacement. And then prior to the Second Seminole War, uh, it was the, uh, it was a burial site for um, the local indigenous peoples. So it's really rich in like culture and history, um, not only just for McAnopi, but for Florida as a whole and um, for Florida's indigenous peoples. So why are people in the town of McAnopi advocating for the county to purchase this land? What have they told you? There's two main reasons, really. One, um, for the preservation of history. McAnopi is a historical town. I talked to a couple people and the sentiment was they want to keep McAnopi, McAnopi. And so they don't want big box corporations coming in and um, disrupting the atmosphere they already have. And then the other half was they really were interested in expanding the Native American Heritage Preserve. The indigenous peoples in Micanopy are a huge part of the town's character. In a couple pictures that are in the article, there's a copy of a painting of Charles Bird King, who was a native chief in Micanopy. And so they do a lot to embrace their history and relationship with native peoples from Micanopy. Right. And with county commissioners willing to hear their case, Describe the emotions that you got from talking to people. So there was one woman, Martha Tommy, who's a native advocate in Florida. Um, and she's been in a couple different news articles across Florida and I think across um, the U.S. as for her participation. And um, she was very close to breaking down in tears during the public comment. It's a relief for a lot of them. They're very grateful, but it's also like it was a very stressful situation for a lot of them. And so I think a lot of them are kind of reeling a little bit 
an emotional commissioner's meeting, but also it, everyone was kind of optimistic looking toward the future. They were very excited for the plans that they were talking about. So I talked to a couple named the Forbes. They've been living in Micanopy since 97, and they were very interested in the potential for ecotourism for Micanopy, historical aspects of the land. So yeah, I was very positive, very excited, very grateful. Commissioner's meeting. That was Paris Coughlin on the Tuscawilla property's impact on Micanopy. You can read her full story at wuft.org. Now, today's top headlines. Speaking of development, Ocala is annexing 30 acres from Marion County. According to the Ocala Gazette, the City Council unanimously agreed to annex two adjacent parcels, a portion off Southeast 31st Street and Southeast 36th Street. The area is home to several canopies of live oak trees that have provided a beautiful scenery for many years. Ocala's growth management director said the property is expected to include 348 apartments that would be multifamily homes, but no formal plans for development have been submitted. Gainesville mayoral candidates Ed Belarski and Harvey Ward sparred in a Wednesday debate over Gainesville Regional Utilities in the lead-up to the November 8 elections. At Wednesday's debate, moderated by WCJB, Ward said he's voted four of six times against annual increases in electricity rates, while Belarski, former general manager of GRU, brought the commission budgets that included higher rates. Meanwhile, Belarski said that the city commission forces GRU to raise rates by refusing for years to drop the general fund transfer. The candidates will clash again next week, and you can watch it with us. WUFT and the Gainesville Sun are hosting a debate for the 2022 Gainesville mayoral race. The debate takes place from 7 to 8 p.m. October 25th at the University of Florida Levin College of Law. Doors open at 6.30. A limited number of seats will be available to the public and provided to candidates. Details on how to reserve your free ticket are available at wuft.org. A rare but dangerous flesh-eating bacteria is infecting Florida residents. NPR is reporting that parts of Florida hit hardest by Hurricane Ian are seeing nearly double the number of Vibrio vulnificus, which thrives in brackish floodwaters. Symptoms could be as severe as diarrhea, abdominal cramping, vomiting, fever, and chills. Those who do come in contact with floodwaters should immediately wash and clean all wounds. You should seek medical care if infections show signs of infection, such as redness, oozing, or swelling. Subscribe to The Point Newsletter, which drops the latest stories into your inbox every morning, Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. Visit wuft.org for more information. I'm Jake Reyes, and you've been listening to The Point from WUFT News out of the University of Florida. Have a great day.